Welcome to the Big Fucking Feelings Podcast, a show on how to use psychology to process your emotions, train your brain, and deal with being a human. And now, me, your host, psychology major, corporate badass, and certified life coach, Michelle Kevill. Hi, everyone. I hope you are well. And if not, I got you. At least you are here. So as part of my life coach certification training, to make it easier on myself, I recorded a whole heap of episodes to be released weekly. And I've actually recorded this one as a special COVID lockdown episode, given some of the events that have recently happened in New South Wales, Australia. So for those listening overseas, the state of New South Wales is in another lockdown and has now been extended for another month given the Delta variant. This has also started to affect other states as well. So I decided, you know what, I gotta write this episode as I actually think thought work is super duper valuable during this time of uncertainty. So bear with me in future episodes, Ira was recording those whilst lockdown was starting and I talk about how now we're starting to go into lockdown. So I guess the daily activities I talk about now will be slightly out of sync there. Now, I think most of us, we know the drill. We went through this last year and I actually talk about this as well in another episode, how COVID was basically like forced adjustment. Like the universe was like, here is a pandemic. Now, go and society was like wait what the fuck like a lot of changes happened very very quickly in all areas of our life politically health wise home life having to potentially work from home not going out much if you had a business that would have impacted you as well overseas plans may have got cancelled having kids learning from home as well basically COVID forced a lot of changes to happen in a very quick and short amount of time. This leads to a lot of uncertainty and feeling out of control. And if we look at Australia specifically, I would say Australia didn't get the major brunt versus the rest of the world, especially like New South Wales. We were in like this weird semi-lockdown stage. Um, Then we were kind of coming out of it. And then Delta variant came in and it almost feels like we're back at square one. And it is so interesting to hear my clients a little bit shocked saying to themselves, like, I thought this would be easier. I've We've done COVID before. Like for some people, it's lockdown two. For some, it's lockdown five. Why do I still feel this way? It's because they're still having the same thoughts that they had in the past lockdown. What COVID has done, it is like a mirror to ourselves and it is just bringing up and magnifying all our previous normal fears, anxieties that we have about, you know, every other thing. It's just heightened them. If you have thoughts about your work-life balance or work, here's a new circumstance where now you're working from home with your kids. If you had fear about your own health or your family's health, well, here's a disease, a new disease that is affecting everyone and causing a lockdown. COVID brought a lot of different circumstances all at once. And again, it is just heightening all our fears. So if our brains are basically like unmanaged children, then, oh, you bet 
something new and juicy to worry about, our brains are going to eat that up. It loves doing that because humans are primed to have a negative bias. It kept us safe. Being fearful around what was outside the cave back in the day versus the human that was like, oh, look at that fuzzy bear. Let me go touch it. Who do you think is going to survive the longest? It's the fearful human. Our brains and our limbic system are primed for this. They are primed to look out for danger. They are primed for worry. But now we live in the 21st century where the fears we have are likely necessarily not going to kill us or get us in physical danger. Then COVID hit. It's a big change. It had a worldwide ripple effect. Our brains are like, oh my God. So like I was saying, the anxieties you already had around your own health, your family, etc., that is now super duper heightened and on high alert. Your brain is always going to look for something to worry about. And I know this firsthand because last year when COVID did hit, I wasn't really worried about it. My workaholism did flare up, but that was one of the reasons was due to I started a new job. I was moving house and my grandfather was quite sick. Plus, we had all those little changes such as, you know, working from home, learning how to balance work and home life, um, moving during a pandemic. And it's so interesting now that the Delta variant has come out. My life is definitely more balanced in my work, my relationships, my family, through everything that I've learned with life coaching. And all of a sudden, my brain was like, yes, let's worry about COVID. And it was really, it was so interesting because I was like, oh my God, like to my partner, have you seen the cases? And he was just looked at me like, we had worse cases this time last year. And I was like, really? Like, I really was not aware of what was happening last year. It was like my worry quota was filled up. It was like, no, 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 too many things to worry about. Now it's almost like my brain is a little bit like, uh, so everything's going well here. Uh, let's look at some new things to worry about. Let us worry about COVID. So it was so interesting to see how completely out of control I felt every time at 11 a.m. when we find out the new cases every morning and some of the thoughts and feelings that I was going through. And for me, it's just my brain is just looking for the next thing to worry about. So that's why I wanted to share some tips and tricks on how to deal with COVID 2.0 or 5.0 for Victoria, which I am now applying to myself. All this info is elaborated on in my latest episodes, and I do strongly recommend you check those out after this. So the first thing I want to say is I'm going to coach you hard on COVID because we have a finite time of things to get through and a lot of concepts I want to cover. But basically, we've been taught that things happen to us, then we develop these uncontrollable feelings about them. And then have, you know, thoughts and then from that, you know, actions and results, which are due to the actual like circumstance that is happening to us. So if you think your boss is mean to you, you feel sad, and then the actions and results that happen from that are because your boss was mean to you. What actually happens is circumstances exist. Humans apply thoughts to them. We develop a feeling from the thought and from that our actions and results. Why we think feelings come first is because it just happens so quickly. This is because when the circumstance like it exists, it's happening, 
we actually have an unconscious thought. It's likely the same thought which we have developed and it's developed its own neural pathway that has been wired so strongly so that it could just, you know, instantly pop up and then it creates the feeling. So everything has a thought that we apply to circumstances. A lot of those thoughts are going to be unconscious. So you're not even aware of it happening. What this means is that all circumstances or events that happen in life are neutral. Why? Humans apply thoughts to them and they are not the same for everyone. I say this all the time. Humans are complex meat bags with neurons firing away and all these hormones going off, interacting with other humans who have slightly different neural pathways and thoughts, etc. COVID in itself is a neutral circumstance. Humans apply thoughts to it. Some think it's horrible. Some are afraid of it. Some people don't even think it exists. Some people couldn't care less. That's why it is neutral, i.e. it is a fact. COVID exists. This part is probably the trickiest to understand. A lot of people hear neutral and you'll have your own a lot of thoughts and feelings around like, what? wait, we're just completely dismissing this or the feelings and the thoughts that I have around this. No, understanding this statement alone gives you so much fucking power around how you want to think and feel about it. This is not to diminish how you feel or the events that have occurred. This is work to bring you back in control of the way you are feeling and the thoughts you are having around this. Just understanding, like it is mind boggling when I heard this the first time. Everything, like go back to my earlier episodes. I talk about this with a spider, but it's kind of like, think of it like a simulation. Everything in our world exists. Like my computer exists. Trees exists. Humans. Humans are the ones creating all the thoughts and applying value onto certain things. Like money, for example. We cannot eat money, but we ourselves apply a level of thoughts and value to it in our society. And that is the same with COVID itself. COVID, it exists, it's happening, but humans apply thoughts to it and it's different for everyone. So what I'm about to explain to you is something called a thought download. What you want to do is get all your nasty thoughts about COVID, write them down on paper, all your fears. And it doesn't have to be directly about COVID, but it can be like, you know, now the kids are learning from home and I don't know how to do this. Write it all down. Empty out your brain. Come on, we're just going to shake it out like like a purse. I don't know if you're like me. My handbag is always messy. We're just going to shake it out on the table. We're going to write whatever comes up for us and whatever we are thinking and feeling, just write it all down. Then what you want to do is separate your thoughts from the facts, i.e. the circumstances. This is so powerful because you start to see what is a thought versus an actual fact. So we take my thought download for an example. I had, we have too many cases. I might die. My family might die or not survive. They are at high risk. Um, We had a couple of cases in our own suburb. I am scared. So in that example, all of those are actually thoughts. Us having too many cases is a thought. Even us having, you know, cases in our suburb. That's actually a thought. It needs to be more specific to be an actual fact. 
For example, in this specific suburb, we had X cases. Or last Tuesday on the 24th, New South Wales had X cases on this day. You need to get really specific. So you can start to see from the facts, i.e. in this suburb, we had, this is hypothetical. In this suburb, we had three cases on the 24th. And then you can look at the thought that I have applied to it. Oh my God, we've had too many cases. We've had this many cases in my suburb. The number of cases are neutral because a person say from the US might be like, wow, that is very small. Like we've been having tens of thousands of cases and that's a great day for us. So that's really important. Separating, just keep it really factual and scientific. What the circumstance, i.e. what the fact is, and then what your thoughts are. Just looking at that on paper is already so powerful and going to give you a little bit of a sense of control. Then from those thoughts or from the thought download, I want you to ask why around some of this. Like, why is this a problem for you? So you can start to see the root thought behind this. For example, why is it a problem that we have, you know, X cases on this day? Well, my family might get sick. Why is that an issue? Be a three-year-old. Keep asking yourself why and write down whatever comes out. It might sound dumb. You might be like, well, what the hell, Michelle? Like, I don't want my family to get sick. But just keep asking why, because what you'll find is the root thought always relates back to yourself and how you are potentially going to feel, which is completely normal. As humans, we are naturally self-surviving. We think about it. Empathy is it's a human survival trait. Humans developed and were able to survive longer and withstand a whole heap of range of range of conditions back in the day by working together as a group. So having these, what you could say, I'm doing air quotes here, selfish thoughts are normal. So for me, when I really dug deep around my thought download and why, you know, this amount of cases were an issue for me, it's basically, look, I don't want to lose my family, i.e. I actually don't want to feel the pain of losing my family because now I've probably had that thought just always lying in the background, you know, like things, things can happen, you know, things are going to happen in life. But now that thought is just heightened because we've had this circumstance, a global pandemic. That thought has just come to the surface. I've just developed a whole heap of thoughts from that. It's like, well, there's more evidence now that my family are potentially going to die because there's a global pandemic happening. It's the same when I hear a lot of my clients talk about how the hell they're going to manage their kids learning from home and then themselves working from home when I probe them. A lot of the times, I would say all the time, it's always around, you know, how can I do a good job at work and also for my kids? It's all in relation to you. It's all about their level of capability, the guilt and the shame. All of this are unnecessary thoughts that you're applying to circumstances. This isn't needed. If anything, these thoughts are dragging you down and you can see that Once you do a model on it, you can do a model on any surface level thought, but I typically also like to tackle some of those root thoughts, some of those all encompassing thoughts that we have. But what you need to do is pick one thought, not multiple thoughts, just one example. 
Um, I don't want to lose my family or I don't want my family to die. Add in the circumstance, keep it really factual. Again, like COVID exists or X number of cases today. So you have your factual circumstance, then you have your thought. Now look at that thought, write it down. How do you feel when you think this thought? What does it feel like in your body? Can you name this? Is it fear, anxiety? Pick one clear feeling, not sad slash anxious. You want to keep the model really, really neat. Now, if you are thinking X thought and feeling a certain way, example, you know, I don't want to lose my family. I'm feeling a lot of fear. What actions are you taking? Not the rest of the world. You right now thinking the way that you do. What are you what are you doing with it? Are you ruminating on how negative things are? Are you overthinking? Are you not asking for help or reaching out? For me, I just ruminated on how bad everything was and all the evidence that my, you know, parents of my family are going to die. Then what results do you get? As in what are the results you are creating for yourself right now? Hint How you think always proves the results. So if I'm thinking, I don't want to lose my family, I'm actually creating all this evidence in my mind on how this will happen, but I'm also creating the pain associated if I already did lose them, i.e. I'm already creating the painful experience of losing them right now, even though I haven't. So I'm not even being present with them when we're, you know, on Zoom calls, etc., because I'm so afraid of losing them. Seriously, guys, the mind is dumb. <laughs> it's like if we worry about it now and have the feeling of losing them now, we'll be prepped for when it does happen. No, we won't. <laughs> so the Olympic system, I talk about this a lot, it is the oldest part of your brain. It deals with fight or flight, and it's like in hypervigilance mode. When you think my family might die, It's literally hearing there are bears in the woods. Oh my God, I need to be on alert. It cannot actually determine real threats just through, it's purely just through thoughts and feelings. It's just really bad communication with our prefrontal cortex. Like I know the statistics. I know objectively that, you know, they very, it's a very high chance if, you know, following the rules and everything that they are going to be fine. However, I'm still really in this thought and believing it. And all my limbic system here is, is, oh my God, there's something out there. Like we've got to be on high alert. Get ready, guys. Doing your actions and results line, it can be hard. But how you want to frame it is look at what you're doing right now. How are you creating these actions and results for yourself? It's not really anything external. It's all, it's all about the mental drama that you are creating for yourself. When you write this down and see your thoughts and a model on paper, oh my God, you can then start to take the steps to change it and think new thoughts. But we're not going to touch that in today's episode. If you want to look at that further, check out my previous episodes around how to think new thoughts and actually believe them. The reason I'm not touching it is the biggest thing people do is they find out about this work and then they're like, great. How do I change all my negative thoughts so I can feel happy? Here's a secret. If you accept 
how you feel now, which is shit, you will end up feeling so much better and happy. You have no control over COVID or if your family going to die or what's going to happen to your job. You never had any control of that beforehand. I could literally die tomorrow from a brain aneurysm, including my family. Now you can think whatever the fuck you want, but if you are listening and you are just sick of feeling so drained and you just want a little bit more mental balance during this period, you need to accept how you are feeling with the negative thoughts you are having right now. And that lack of control, it was always there. It has just been heightened with COVID. It is just like the mirror metaphor. All you need to do is stop resisting the emotion. I promise you, if you do this, you will feel better. Emotional pain is normal. And when we resist it, it just gets louder. Our bodies are screaming at us. I talk about in my previous episodes how emotions are like a house fire. Either we white knuckle it like we have a pity party for ourselves and are really in it, i.e. you pour gasoline all over yourself and then you jump into the fire and go, oh my God, I hate this. Or you do the opposite and you run away from it. You buffer through distractions, you know, alcohol, food, etc. And while you're running away, the house fire is just getting bigger and stronger and it's just running through the trees and it's coming to get you. Listen to your body. Process this shit. I never used to process my feelings and it would hit me like a ton of bricks physically. I'd push it out for so long and it, was, it wasn't until my body physically could not cope is when I had to pull back. All you need to do is name the sensations you feel in your body as they happen. That's it. That's processing an emotion and just get super neutral Just describe what the sensations feel like. Not, I feel like shit, it hurts so much, oh my god, I hate this. No, that is not sensations. They are thoughts that you have on an emotion. Sensations are, okay, I'm feeling anxiety. All right, so my heart is racing, I am sweating, I have a swelling in your, I have a swelling in my throat. What if I was a doctor and told you, Every day, you're just going to get some mild swelling in your throat, but it'll pass in three months. Would you have all this mental drama over the sensation? No, you wouldn't give a shit. You'd just be like, all right, I'm just going to have some swelling in my throat. You're not making it mean anything. How much better does it sound like anxiety, fear versus swelling in the throat? It sounds completely different. And just let it come in waves. Like, I sat the other day, I just closed my eyes, I noticed the feeling, I thought the thought, I was like, oh God, this is about to happen. It All it was, some blood rushed through my body, I started to feel really hot, and then it just dissipated. I was like, what the fuck, that was it? That's what I was resisting? Some blood rushing through me and a hot feeling? And it's just come and gone over a couple of days, you know? And Every time it comes back in a wave, it's a, just a, just just a little bit like the intensity is less. And it's like, wait, the, literally the way to feel better is to embrace the emotion. That's it. That's that is literally it. So to cope with COVID, to cope with the circumstances that are happening around COVID, 
is to deal with your thoughts and your feelings, i.e. your brain. That's all. I've done this in other areas, mainly work and family, and I want to show you how to do it as well. So if you're listening to this and it's resonating with you and you are just struggling and you want more info, feel free to set up a free consultation with me and let's see how we could work together so you can actually process those big fucking feelings and have a way more balanced life. And if you've just given in or you're on TikTok, check out Life Coach Gal. This is where you can find silly videos of me making fun of how our thoughts and feelings interact. Maybe something for you to watch during our lockdown. Well, this is a bit of a long episode, but I wish everyone who has heard this all the best during this period. Okay, bye for now. Hey. Are you feeling super overwhelmed on the weekend? You just cannot stop thinking about work and you really wish there was an off button. Well, you should sign up for my five day challenge, how to disconnect from work and enjoy your weekend again in a way that actually works for you, not against you. Doom scrolling on social media or binging Netflix. That's a thing of the past. I'm going to teach you a secret that I only share with my one-on-one clients that I'll be sharing for free In this challenge, over the next five days, we're going to go through why you keep worrying, how to handle the top three most common weekend worries, and a step-by-step guide on how to get you out of anxiety and back into calm so you can truly enjoy your time off. Link is in the show notes below to sign up. We start on Wednesday, the 22nd of November. I'll see you there.